What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Hey everybody, welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. I'm Pete, this is Evan, and today we've got a bunch of fun stuff. We're going to be starting off talking about Trayvon Martin's commemoration, which was trending all over social media today, and why that's just pure and utter idiocy. Um, We're also going to be talking about how Andrew Cuomo has been in the news again and blaming President Trump's administration and the new tax plan for the fact that $2.8 billion of state income tax revenue has left the state. He just doesn't want to touch on the fact that um, a lot of wealthy New Yorkers have left and are continuing to leave the state in record numbers because of his failed policies. And lastly, though we'll probably touch on this before the Cuomo thing, we're going to be discussing Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax of Virginia's accuser, hiring the same law firm that handled Christine Blasey Ford. And we're also going to touch on um, the actual governor and, and his old issues with blackface and things of that nature. All right, so let's begin. So, Evan, why don't you tell everybody about the facts of the Trayvon Martin case and why this should not be trending on social media and why, well, yes, it's never good when anyone dies unless it's like Ted Bundy who had sex with corpses that he slaughtered. Uh, Why it's not, even though it's not great that he's dead, the facts about this case are still misconstrued to this day. All right, so for those of you watching this video, I'm going to go into full Trayvon Martin mode here. There we go. Hoodie up. Nice. Yes. I don't think he had a beard, though. No, he didn't. Okay. But, no. So, uh, Trayvon Martin, giant piece of garbage. Hmm. George Zimmerman, also giant piece of garbage. And, you know, we're going to go over the basic facts, but what people really need to understand about this incident is you had two complete pieces of trash interact with each other, and one of them came out on top. The only reason why there was any types of outrage is because the one who didn't come out on top happened to be black, and George Zimmerman looks like he's white, even though he's Hispanic. Yeah. So, Trayvon Martin, without getting into too much detail, that was really hot, without getting into too much detail, Trayvon Martin was a delinquent, he was a drug dealer, he was a drug user, the pictures that they circulated on the internet were not what he looked like at the time of his death, he had grills in his teeth, he was about over six feet tall, he was a big guy complete scumbag he had just went to buy he was either buying supplies or had bought supplies to make some sort of um it's not really like it's like robitussin mix with something else that people use to get high yeah he ran into george zimmerman george zimmerman if you listen to the actual tapes not the edited ones george zimmerman did not say anything racist when he called 911 he called 911 trying to report this prowler saying i can't really see him it kind of looks like he's black you know he went after you know he shouldn't have went after him you know but he's inside of his own community he was the neighborhood watch guy who wanted to be a cop couldn't be a cop because he was a complete lunatic and a complete jackass George Zimmerman is not a good person yeah I've two things not... can be correct at once exactly same thing when we had the Nazis and Antifa clash the the white supremacists and Antifa mm-hmm. clashing they're both assholes yeah you can no no one has to be right in in certain every in any situation I'm stumbling over my words today I do apologize. But this is a case of two assholes running into each other and one asshole won. So what happened was Zimmerman confronted him and then he was attacked. Somehow Martin ended up on top of him, beating the crap out of him. 
There are injuries to support this. Zimmerman had many injuries to his face and injuries to the back of his head, indicating that his head was slammed into the concrete. This is the same issue we dealt with with Michael Brown and the police officer who shot him. Okay, Michael Brown was inside the police car, beating the shit out of this cop, slamming his head into the console. He was shot while inside the car. There is evidence to support this. Okay, So these are facts. This is not, oh, well, it was just walking home and then he was shot by some mean white racist. No, this isn't what happened. Okay, So we jump the guy. The guy pulls a gun, gets the better of him. Boom, boom. Trayvon Martin's dead. National outrage because it looks like an innocent teenager, is shot, a black teenager is shot by some white supremacist. Obama goes, my son would look like Trayvon Martin if I had one. You know, LeBron James and all these douchebags come up with their hoodies up during basketball games. <laughs> You're comm- it's the same thing when Freddie Gray died. Freddie mm-hmm. Gray was a crack dealer. You know how many people Freddie Gray is responsible for their deaths? Absolutely ridiculous. Trayvon Martin should not be commemorated. He should be forgotten. And George Zimmerman should be forgotten too. People need to stop interviewing this jackass. Mm-hmm. He gets arrested all the time because he's a prick. And he does. He's not, he's not a good person. Yeah. But Trayvon Martin should not be memorialized. He should be forgotten. He was a criminal who got shot by some other jackass because he, he got the better of him. Yeah, and cr- crime statistics do not support that there's any police brutality issue or, or police shooting issue against blacks overall. In fact, it's much more likely that a police officer shoots and kills a white civilian as it is that they shoot a black civilian. So it, I hate how they, they contort these numbers. They take these individual cases before all the facts come up because in almost all of these instances, there's outrage before we know all the facts. It's just innocent-looking kid in the pictures submitted to the mainstream media was killed by this guy who looks white and has, you know, a white name, when in fact he's not actually and white. And they usually whiten them up, actually, because they did the same thing with the guy who was allegedly sending bombs to people. Mm-hmm. When they put his picture in the, on CNN, they lighten it up. They do the same thing with Trump. They adjust his skin tone to make him look more orange. If you watch the Super Bowl pregame stuff, yeah, I know. I he's not say, orange. I was going to say, that's that's he's not orange bad all. if yeah. that's the real case. That, this is what they do. <laughs> they do it to manipulate your thoughts. Because the president's not orange. I'm sorry. If you watch CNN, they tint his skin, co- his skin tone. You know, he definitely tans because you can see around his eyes. It's a little bit different. Hmm. But he's not in any sense of the word orange. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's all thought manipulation. Trayvon Martin was a complete scumbag. He's not the cute little 12-year-old kid that they showed in all the pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... I mean, but this is the call for social justice. Such in the show yesterday, too, when they were cramming this stuff down our throats during the commercial breaks during the Super Bowl. I mean, look, I understand it's Black History Month. I understand Martin Luther King's birthday was not too long ago. But at the same time, you know, to cram this down throats of people who are not racist, who want to just get away from it all. You don't want to think about politics when you're watching a sporting event. You don't, you don't want to commemorate people who shouldn't be commemorated in this case. And the fact that, you know, these false statistics and this false outrage is constantly out there is doing nothing to help society and uh we weren't going to touch on this but let's tie it in so i don't know if you heard about stacy abrams recent article about why intersectionality is good for our country and actually i think the headline verbatim was intersectionality is good for democracy let's break that down for starters we don't live in a democracy i hate when people say we live in a democracy one can potentially argue we live in a democratic republic but we live in a constitutional republic why because that's what it says in the Bill of Rights, that's what it says in the Federalist Papers. That's how it was sold to the American people at the time that it was actually formulated. We live in a constitutional republic. There are dem- democratic aspects of it, sure, but it is not a democracy. So whenever you hear a politician or a pundit say, this person is bad for our democracy or that threatens our democracy, 
run the other way because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And on top of that, too, intersectionality is literally reverse racism. That's all it is. The more oppressed and victimized you are based upon their, their whole check sheet of, okay, are you a man or a woman? If you're a woman, you get double the vote over a guy. What is your ethnicity? If you're black or you're not white, then you have a better say than someone who's white or even Asian. Asians get the worst brunt of this, by the way. Especially with the Harvard admissions. Mm-hmm. David Ha got into Harvard when he was well below the admission standards, That's- but there are Asian students being rejected because they don't want to have too many Asians at Harvard. Which is ridiculous in and of itself. It, you know, any academic institution, anything, period, should be based on performance and merit. It should be a meritocracy. Meritocracy is the best way to go. That's why inequality, again, using air quotes, exists in this country. It's not because the wealthy are you know born into it, not always. In fact, most of the time, they're not. Most of the time, they don't have these amazing educations and things that we were all pitched when we were children. They didn't have that. What they had was grit, hustle, determination, and ultimately, a good product or service. And that's why they got to where they are. And that's why a lot of people are not as well off because they did not figure that out. That's not to say that they're better than you in every aspect of their lives. It's just they figure that aspect out. Equality is never going to exist. We can talk about equality of opportunity, but we can never talk about equality of outcome because that's never going to happen. Even if we somehow made it so that everybody had equality of opportunity, it's never going to happen. I, I hate this crap relentlessly. And again, to commemorate someone who's not, you know, again, tragic that he's dead. But Not really. It's not well, really that okay. tragic that he's dead. But you know, like I said, you know, for me, unless it's like Ted Bundy or someone like that um, getting, getting killed because they deserve it and they did some... De- absolutely terrible and unimaginable things um still this is not someone who should be commemorated and this is just to push people's buttons and to rile them up emotionally when they're ignorant and they don't know the facts exactly and when you come down to intersectionality and it's really really funny that this happens during black history month because martin luther king's message was to not be judged by the color of your skin, <laughs> yep. but by the content of your character, yeah. which is exactly the opposite of what these Democrats are pushing. They are pushing to judge people by the, the by their skin color, to judge white people a certain way, mm-hmm. to push minorities above white people. Mm-hmm. For, no one should be pushed above anyone be, based on the color of their skin, and that's exactly what Martin Luther King said, Jr. said. He wanted his four children to be judged not by the color of the skin, but by the content of their character. And... It's a disgrace to his memory that they push this nonsense. And it's not a reverse racism. It's pure racism. It's exactly what it is. And this whole idea that you can make everybody equal is completely unnatural. So they always claim, oh, every, you know, this is the way things should be, blah, blah, blah. Like utopia. Okay, yeah. let's look at nature. Nature is not equal. Hmm. Nature is not socialism. Nature is capitalism. Nature is the strong survive. Darwinism. Yes, exactly. It's social Darwinism. And the strongest get to the top and the weakest stay at the bottom. Do you think that the tiger who breaks his leg, oh, you know, the other tigers go, oh, don't worry, we're going to keep bringing you food. Don't worry, we'll take care. No, they keep going. And that tiger is probably going to starve to death. Yeah. That is the way that the world works. And human beings, yes, we have changed the world and we have made it more, you know, we've made it easier to live in this world and it's not as competitive. But that is the natural order of things. It's competition. It's the same thing. You think a girl wants to go after a guy who's five foot one, who's missing, you know, three fingers and his nose is on the side of his face and he can't speak worth a damn? No. 
She wants to go after the guy who makes her laugh. She wants to go after the guy who she thinks is good looking, who can give her things, who, you know, who can give her a family, who she thinks is going to make a good father. This is, this competition, that's what life is. Socialism is unnatural and it's abhorrent and that's why it never works because someone always wants to be at the top because that is the natural order is everyone strives to be at the top. And if you don't, I'm sorry, you're not going to get what you think you deserve because you don't deserve anything. Right, and that's who they're pandering to. And and unfortunately, in this country and just like anywhere in the world, you know, there, there, there are many more people who are not at the top and who are not at the top of the food chain than there are, you know, towards the middle or at the bottom. So they're, they're appealing to those people at the bottom who don't really have a place in society, who don't have a plan. That's one thing to be there temporarily as you're working your way to move up the food chain. It's quite another when you're dependent on the government and you and you're taught to feel oppressed when there's really no reason to. It's just you're you're being told that you're not going to amount to to anything worth a damn. So uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there is a theory that because of the world wars, so many of the alpha males were killed that it left this huge rack of beta males to propagate the rest of the species, and that's why we have a bunch of whiny little bitches running around now. I mean, I didn't. Eh, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think it has something, a little something to maybe, do with it. Maybe a little, little, not a hundred percent, but a maybe. little something to do with it. Maybe. I don't, I don't know about it. But, yeah, definitely an interesting take and definitely something that just infuriates both of us. So, Trevor Martin should not be commemorated, uh, nor should any, many of these shootings, again, when the facts come out, always, always goes towards the police in those situations. Yeah, just burn down your city. It's fine. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Always a good I'm, idea. I'm mad at the police. I'm going to burn down my own neighborhood. It's always a good Dumbasses. All right, so if you haven't heard about Virginia, it's been a complete shitstorm lately. So, for starters... They had. They were trying to essentially mirror a reproductive health bill. Um, one of their um, they they Senate tried to members, take it a step further. Yeah, <laughs> one of their Senate members, Kathy Tran, was quoted on the record, and first she claimed that she was misconstrued. So did Governor Ralph Northam, but it was not misconstrued. You heard the entire series of questions asked to her by her fellow legislator as they were voting on the or before they were going to vote on the bill, and she said that the bill would allow for women who were dilating, who were showing that they were going to be giving birth, that they could still abort the baby. Ralph Northam then went on the radio, the governor of Virginia, who is in hot water now, for a completely ridiculous reason. And again, just like we just talked about, two things can be true at once, or can be false at once, or wrong at once, the same is true in this situation. So he went on, and he's a doctor. So he went on, and he said, well, I'll tell you what's going to happen in the, in the case of a failed abortion or something like that. We're going to deliver the child, we're going to make them comfortable, Air quotes so many times today. And then and then we're going to have a discussion between the physician or the physicians and the do- okay. And the doctors and the parents, excuse me, and let them decide ultimately what's going to happen with the child. So essentially they would have legalized infanticide. Thank God that bill did not pass. So he wasn't in hot water from the mainstream media or the left because let's just murder live babies. Yeah, because, you know, oh they they want to have it. It's not it's not the uh the mother's fault or the doctor's fault or the state's fault that it was born anyway. Jesus. It's now a live person. Yes. It has been delivered. No it one says you alive. have to keep it. You can give it up for adoption. Exactly. Plenty this. of people looking for babies. Yeah, plenty. Plenty. There are plenty of people looking for babies. So anyway, he doesn't get into trouble for this, which I thought was reprehensible. He should have been in a ton of trouble for this, just like Governor Cuomo should be in a ton of trouble instead of making one World Trade Center, the Empire State Building, and all these other buildings in New York City pink to commemorate women's rights. Um, it, it, pretty much, it should have made it blood red to commemorate the atrocities and murders that will now be occurring in the state thanks to this legislation. But after that, after getting no blowback, really, uh, photo surfaces from his college yearbook. 
of somebody, a white guy clearly dressed in blackface, and another presumably white guy dressed in KKK, and his name was underneath the picture. At first, he apologized about this. He said, I'm sorry, this was reprehensible. It was a different time, but a reprehensible, and this does not reflect who I am today. But we don't know who he is, which one he is in the picture. Yes. Well, I'm getting to that. So... He, he apologized, though. He didn't specify who he was, but he apologized, and, he's, and he took responsibility. Then, a day or so later, he comes out and he says, Actually, on second thought, for discussing with my family and people I went to school with, I don't think that, that was me in the picture. So why is it under his thing in the yearbook? Well, they could have messed that up. But even so, he took responsibility. You think you would have looked at the picture ahead of time and said, actually, that's not me. They messed up. I apologize that this has become an issue. That's all he had to say. Even his initial response was all he had to say. You know what's even worse than that, though? Yeah. CNN put this up on TV, and they put him up as a Republican. <laughs> He's a Democrat. Yeah. People, I don't understand why anyone watches CNN and thinks you're getting anything but false information. From the AR-15 video, which was actually a 12-gauge shotgun, to the AR-15 piece where the guy used the term fully semi-automatic, to purposely mislabeling people as Caucasian when they're Hispanic, to purposely mislabeling, mislabeling a Democrat as a Republican when we all know that the Democrats are the party that created the KKK. CNN has lost all credibility. It's absolutely so. Whenever I'm at work or anywhere else and someone wants to talk politics and they go, well, CNN, I just go, nope, I'm not talking to you. I'm not. I'm not going to do it because what you're spouting to me is not fact. Yeah. It's propaganda. It's straight propaganda. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, during his apology tour and then saying, I did, though, actually dress in blackface as Michael Jackson because I did a dance competition. And so, I mean, first of all, during the press conference where he announced this information, you'd think that him just saying, I wasn't in the photo, actually, this was a screw-up, or just owning responsibility. Like, that's all he had to do. And say, look, this was 1985. It was a different time. And he's a Democrat. They'll forgive him in two seconds. Exactly. But he didn't. And then, at the press conference, a reporter asked him, oh, can you still moonwalk? And he was actually about to do it until his wife told him it was an inappropriate time. Clearly showing you that this guy's judgment is awful. So if you live in Virginia, for some reason you're watching or listening to this, and he's your physician, you should probably find another one. Because clearly he has no judgment whatsoever. So you don't moonwalk moon out of that office. You don't moonwalk <laughs> when, when you're having um, accusations of racism thrown at you, whether they're true or not. Um, again, I don't know if it was him or not in the photo, but the fact that he took responsibility, then rescinded responsibility, then said, actually, though, I, I did wear blackface in the 80s anyway. What he's, are you doing? He's a jackass. And that's what... He's a jackass. That's what he's being called upon by Kamala Harris, by Bernie Sanders, by Elizabeth Warren to resign over. That is what he's being called on. Not the fact that he supported this abomination of a bill that, thank God, the, the state legislature of Virginia had the common sense not to pass because they took things even further than what, we, what we've already done here in New York with the Reproductive Health Act. So now they want Justin, what's his name? Justin uh, Fairfax, who's an African-American lieutenant governor, to take over. The problem is he's in a Me Too situation himself. And guess which law firm is handling this situation from his accuser? Christine Blasey Ford. So... According to a New York Post article, the woman who accused him hired her firm on Tuesday. The California woman has retained that firm Katz, Marshall, and Banks 
has talking to her attorneys about her next step. He's already denied the accusations, which she called false and unsubstantiated in a statement. But Fairfax, in a statement, said the Washington Post had investigated the claims more than a year ago and decided not to publish the story. So this firm does not have a good reputation. So for all we know, this guy hasn't done anything. This is just another one of those accusations. But she actually has dates and times and things that kind of line up. Like so, evidence? Like everything maybe, that Blazy Ford didn't have? Maybe. Because she has a little more evidence. She has she has, a, she has an, ex- an exact day and time of when it happened. That, that's important. That's important. <laughs> that's and, a little important when you're accusing somebody of a I crime. Mean, let's, let's go through this real quick. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just that... You know, she has well, a date and time. Apparently, a, uh, he forced her apartment. to perform oral sex on him. Apparently. I don't know. If, sorry, if a guy was trying to force me to blow him, I'm pretty sure I'd just go, ah. <laughs> That's, I would, <laughs> the, yeah, I would hope. But, yeah, uh, just just ridiculous. And, obviously, when, when this firm is involved in anything at this point, when it comes to Me Too or rape accusations, you know you got to take it with a grain of salt. They're just doing this for publicity. Obviously, this is in a New York Post article. New York Post is notoriously conservative, and they're still listing them there. So you can only imagine how they're being glorified by Huffington Post and other New York Times, a former newspaper, and things of that nature. So Virginia's in dire straits. It's hilarious, and it does, though, show you, you know, an issue with the culture, at least in the mainstream media's eyes. I talked about how I actually think we're winning the culture. I talked about Susan Collins yesterday, a Maine congresswoman whose donations, she got almost $900,000 worth of her donations from out-of-state donors. She only raised about $19,000 from in-state donors during her best fundraising quarter after, and that was after she voted Kavanaugh in to the Supreme Court. That's because she took a stand, you know, as a woman, regardless of her political affiliation, she was supposed to forego due process and just believe this woman who was crying and who was clearly intimidated or acting intimidated in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Meanwhile, almost everything she spouted in that conversation was a lie, a blatant, blatant lie. But that's what the left does. And they've done the same thing with abortion, where if you talk to someone who is not really involved in politics, don't really understand how politics works and most likely they've labeled themselves a liberal. They'll tell you, oh, well, you know, it's a woman's choice. I'm sorry. It's not. It's a woman's body. It's not your body. Once the baby especially can survive outside the womb, which is as early as seven months, mm-hmm. even earlier based Much on earlier. current medical things, it's something like 24, 24 weeks now. weeks, six yeah. months. So, but at least seven months where that is a fully formed baby at seven months. It is. It is a fully formed baby. It is no longer your body because no one's body has two brains. Two hearts and two sets of lungs. Mm-hmm. That is now a viable person. If you don't want to keep it, give it up for adoption. But there is, and we've, we've read the statements from the OBGYNs where there is no, never a medical reason to abort a baby at nine months. No. Never. All signs that would ever indicate that that might even be a plausible thing going by the safe, legal, and rare method. That would all be done much, much earlier, before the second trimester in many cases. So, yeah, it, it's just a deplorable thing going on there. And, but it's, it's terrible how that's not what Nathan is in trouble for. It's the fact that he might or may or may not have either worn a KKK costume or that he wore blackface once or twice in college. But that's what they do. They hide behind this thing where we're the, we're the right people. We're fighting for everyone who's underprivileged and mistreated. And they brainwash people into believing this nonsense. And that's exactly what it is. Because... In reality, anyone who had boarded a baby at nine months and then later had a child, I guarantee you they're going to have some horrible, horrible regrets on aborting that other baby at nine months because there's no way 
I'm sorry, there's no way you can hold your own child in your arms and then having killed a previous baby, which could have been the exact survived outside of the womb and not feel some sort of regret. They are trying to destroy the notion of the American family so that they can divide and conquer people and keep them oppressed. Because if you're oppressed, you're going to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. If oppressed. If you're not oppressed, you're not going to vote Democrat because they just keep taking your money. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforallocasions.com. Exactly. Speaking of taking their money, so there's a great Newsday article today about Andrew Cuomo and how he's blaming the Trump administration and the new tax plan for his woes. Not the state's high tax base. Why, why would it ever be that? Or the fact that they're spending insane amounts of money on social welfare programs. That don't even go to the taxpayers. That are going to illegal citizens. Now that the DREAM Act has been instilled. But I'm going to read a little bit from this article and then Evan and I will dissect it. So Governor Andrew M. Cuomo on Monday announced a dramatic drop in state income tax revenue of $2.8 billion. Which he says will prompt him to revise his 2019-2020 to budget and reconsider reconsider spending reconsider <laughs> uh, spending on schools health care and repairs to roads and bridges i mean have you seen our roads and bridges they're a shit show we have even to privatize the, the roadways it's absolutely ridiculous even near the city like my, my dad's told me this a million times the the belt parkways are under construction since before he was born over 60 years ago and it's still under construction. The bridges are constantly under construction. It's a joke. Anyway, continuing. Cuomo, a Democrat, of course, blamed the shortfall on a federal tax plan backed by Republican President Donald Trump. Cuomo said the law's cap on deductions for state and local taxes at $10,000 was to blame and suggested it is anecdotally triggering, of course, high earners to leave New York. All right, so before we move on, Evan, just, just, just thinking off the cuff here, why would... They turn to the why? Why would this ten thousand dollar cap have anything to do with this? The problem is the, the the increase in taxation year after year after year after year after year for New York State residents, regardless of where you live, it's always going up. So if the rich people are leaving, it's not a cap on deductions. It's not because they can only take off ten thousand dollars. Are you joking? But then why would they leave New York if it's a national tax issue? Why would you leave New York? It doesn't make any sense. He, he Again, he lives in La La Land. This is what the left does. They just try to blame Trump, and it doesn't even make sense. If it's a national tax code, you could go live in Florida. You could go live in California, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, any one of the 50 states. I'm pretty sure there are more than I named. But the, yeah, it, if, <laughs> if it's a national tax issue... Why would you have to leave New York? It's not. Like you just said, it is because New York's taxes are insanely high and the mo- and people realize that the money just goes to people who don't work. Yes. Yes. And, and people who don't pay in. Again, with the DREAM Act passing, illegals are now going to get full benefits regarding the education system. Meanwhile, struggling families all around the state who want to send their children to college or even to trade school, they can't get financial aid or anything because... Because all that money is going towards people who are not paying into the system and who aren't even residents. It's disgraceful. Anyway, it's really insane because if you talk to any any liberal about this, they'll go, well, why shouldn't they have access to education or, or you know, benefits like that? 
Because they are not citizens of this country. Yes. Because until every single citizen who needs assistance with college gets it, illegals should receive nothing. And even then, illegals should still receive nothing. You know why? Always receive because nothing. they are here illegally. Yes. They are automatically criminals. If you are here illegally, mm-hmm. you are automatically a criminal. Yes. 21 Savage, you are a criminal. Yes. I'm glad Ice picked him up. That was hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. I mean, he overstayed his visa by 13 years. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it was you know a year or two past. It was a long time past. Anyway, to continue this. So Cuomo said, and I quote, At this point, there's no doubt that the budget we put forward is not supported by the revenues. Doy. It's as serious as a heart attack. I wish you'd have one. <laughs> Cuomo said he's not certain what areas might need to be cut, but said the biggest spending areas now are education, healthcare, none of which we're ever going to see, infrastructure, laughable, and another phase-in of a previously approved middle-class tax cut. Oh, you know what he should do? He should eliminate benefits to illegal immigrants and non-citizens. That's a great idea. That would, oh my God, know how much money that would bring up? Democrats live in La La Land. This, he doesn't understand why there's no money. Are you sure he, he doesn't understand? I feel I like he, he understands. He might not understand because what happens is he implemented all these things that are going to cost the state more money. And then complains that there's not enough money because of Trump. <laughs> so if there wasn't enough money, and this isn't new, there wasn't enough money already, why would you implement things that are going to cost more money? It's a great question. Why are, and there have been all these memes from Turning Point USA and other organizations lately saying just that same thing. It's not an issue of the wealthy being wealthy and the wealthy finding loopholes around the tax code and things like that. It's because politicians across the board, local, state, federal, they ask for too much money. The budgets in our state and most states and the federal government are absolutely ridiculous. So many things are being paid for that should not be paid for or even handled at any point by the federal, state, or local governments. And yet, we continue to fork over money and not put up a fight. There are also funny memes going around about how Thomas Jefferson's ghost, among other people, would say, we'd be stacking bodies by now. I don't oh, know yeah. what you guys are doing. That's true. The Revolutionary War was fought over 3% total tax uh, for, on everybody. I mean, we're 10 to 15 times past that if you add up every single tax that everybody pays. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. On average. And and they always and you see Ocasio Cortez and she's like, well, being you know a billionaire is immoral, which is first of all absolutely insane. Anyone who agrees with that, I'm sorry, you're a dumbass. Yes. You are, you're a dumbass. And then, like you said, the memes have been circulating around. And if you if you confiscated the entire net worth of all the billionaires in the United States, mm-hmm. you could not run the federal government for even a year, eight months. So how do you propose to pay for something that is trillions of dollars? Like the new, like the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. by taxing billionaires and millionaires. That's a great question. There is no money for this stuff, and it's it's so I can't stand. So I can't stand liberals. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. I can't stand them because they really you live in this la la land where you know we're doing what's right and what's just. No, you're not. You're not looking after the people that you should be looking after, which is the average citizen in the United States. You should not be kowtowing to people who refuse to work. You should not be kowtowing to people who do not belong in this country. Illegal immigrants do not deserve the same rights and privileges as citizens of this country. I'm saying it right now. Yep. I do not care who disagrees because that is a fact. We were, we were, we were born here. We were born here. They were born there. Hmm. We won the lottery. We were born in the freest, wealthiest country in the world. Darwinism. That's it. 
Not everyone gets the same shake in life. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but we cannot afford to spend money on non-citizens when we have homeless veterans, homeless children out in the street who are not getting what they need. Mm-hmm. I don't even it, it, the fact that the Democrats are basically their entire party is now about servicing illegal immigrants is absolutely disgusting. And the fact that any American citizen in this country supports them based only on that is disgraceful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you hit around the head. I mean, there's so much there. But globalism is not a good idea. Look at Europe. They let everybody in. France is burning down. France is burning down. Germany's dealt with a number of terror attacks, shootings, bombings, things of that nature. People are getting stabbed by kitchen knives in in the UK. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We can't allow that to happen. That's not to say that legal immigrants and people who aspire to become citizens shouldn't receive this. But they need to pay into the system. We talked about this with Larry Sharp. If they come in, there have to be very stringent requirements financially as well as in forms of assimilation. Whether they're learning English, they actually have a job, or they're paying into the system that they're going to benefit from, then cool. You can take what we get as well. But until that point, you're, you're 100% right. They, why should we be paying for people who should not be here, who are criminals, to take advantage of the things that we do not get to? Right. We are pro-immigration. Legal immigration. Yes. Illegal immigration is not immigration. It no. is an invasion and it is a drain on our system. Yes. No one can tell me anything different. It is a fact. If you are going, if you are an illegal immigrant and you send a child to school, you are automatically draining resources. You will have to go to the hospital. You are draining resources. If you are a citizen in this country, you have more of a right to welfare than a legal immigrant has to send their kid to school here. I'm sorry, and I hate welfare. Anyone who's listening to this knows I cannot stand entitlement programs. I would rather give welfare to citizens than I would give an education to illegal immigrants because you should not be here. Go through the process. I don't care if you're already here. Go through the process. I don't care. Become a citizen. Pay in. Become part of this country. Being an illegal, illegal immigrant does not make you part of this country. My family did not come here illegally. Peter's family didn't come here illegally. That is not the way it works. There's nothing you're doing, whether you're white, black, brown, or Asian. Do not come here illegally. Come here through the proper channels, and I will welcome anyone who is a law-abiding citizen to come here legally. Sure. Anyone. I do not care. We could have 50 million Mexicans come here legally and start paying into the system and help out. I'm fine with that. No problem. Maybe that helps pay for the system. That'd be amazing. That would give <laughs> so much money. I, as much as I hate the federal government, that would solve so many of the budgetary issues. But I don't. I don't care if you're from Germany and you sl- slip in here illegally. Get the hell out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Send them back. I don't care where you're from. Yeah. Come here legally. Yeah, there's a lot of animus about the southern border and people coming from Mexico and Central and South America. But you're right. It doesn't matter how they got in. It doesn't matter if they're illegal. Twenty one savages from the UK speaks yeah. the same language. You know. And you know, as a hip hop, I mean, our language is better. Let's be honest, and we spell things correctly, and yeah. they drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, you know, you know, he was a hip hop artist, or whatever. But the fact remains, artist. Yeah, I I use that term very loosely <laughs> when I'm referring to anything that's not rock. But that said, yeah. So so moral of the story. Let's, let's get back to Cuomo really quickly. So he's blaming this all on Trump. Ultimately, it's not about that. It's about the fact that he. And the state senate, they want to spend more and more and more and more of our money. They passed the DREAM Act. They passed the Reproductive Health Act. They want to fund things that the citizens are vehemently against. And he wants to expand his reach into our pockets and into our lives. 
We cannot abide by that. And so he's just looking to blame, just like a lot of Democrats do, whether it's him or anybody. And you look at people in Congress, they do the same thing. They point at the other side, they point at the president, and they say, it's his fault, it's their fault. When in actuality, it's their fault. And people see this, because if you, if anyone who watches Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope is the exact same thing. She wants to implement all these things. She always wants a bigger budget. She always wants more money. Oh, it's all for programs for the parks. But there's no money. And in that show, the government goes bankrupt and people come in to slash the budget and she's fighting against them. Like, no, you can't slash my budget. Your town has no money. Yep. If you don't have the money, where's the money coming from? And yep. then there's a tax on so tax on this. It, it, people know that these things go on, but the, the problem is that people just accept it because they don't think there's anything they can do about it. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to my next point is that people need to get out and vote. Yes. You need to get out and vote. That's what we're here for, guys. We started this group. You know, we, we had the idea right before the midterms. Unfortunately, we came on way too late to really affect that in any way. But we got the 2020 elections coming up. And we've already seen a, a lot of morons like Spartacus declaring for the presidency on the Democratic side. You have independents like... How, or independence, I use that term loosely, with Howard Schultz and Michael Bloomberg maybe throwing their hats into the ring. Schultz is, the liberals are threatening to boycott Starbucks if Schultz runs as uh, an He's not even affiliated with them anymore. It's absolutely There's, ridiculous. And that just goes to show the extent, you know, Michael Moore said that actually, that just goes to show the extent to which he or anybody does research. So you watch any of his documentaries know that he did not do his homework. He does not do his homework. Oh, he's full of shit. That, that whole sicko thing where he brings the people to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Cuba has all these great medicine and it's so cheap. Guess who doesn't get access to that the cuban people yeah when, when you're literally shaped like a six foot pear that's a problem in and of itself and he definitely needs to michael moore's an idiot yeah but it, but it, but in any event this whole this whole concept doesn't work and we need to get out there and vote because most of us can't afford to leave the state we would love to but because of all that we do lose to taxation well, i don't want to leave the state well not all of us do. you know how hard it is to go to rangers games if i lived in texas well, yeah. They barely But if you were in Texas, you might don't. be able to save enough where you could fly back and catch a few games every year. I'm not saying that you should That's leave. That's such hassle. I can just get on the train. It's five minutes from my house. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just half-joking. But most people don't have that option. So you can either do one of two things. You can do what Evan just said that a lot of people do. is They, they say that they don't think anything can be done. They just sit back and they lay there and they let it happen. Kind of like a dead fish. Or you decide to do something about it. So we got to get out there and vote. We're also going to find and bring to you the best candidates, whether they're incumbents or whether they're challenging an incumbent. We're going to find you the best conservative minds across the state who are running for elected office. We're going to bring them to you so that if they are in your district, if you are going to vote for them, you can vote them in or out or whatever the hell you want to do so that you are educated and you understand who you're voting for. One of the issues last election, too, is there were not a lot of inspiring conservative lawmakers vying for state or local office. So we're going to try and find those people for you or the ones that were. They did not really have the airtime or the ability to really make an impact, even if they had good ideas. So we're going to bring those people to you over the course of the next year or close to two years. And hopefully we can make change in 2020. That's what we want. So if you guys can, please consider obviously sharing this episode in our podcast. We're looking to attract sponsors, which will help cover costs because right now we're paying to reach you out of our own pockets. We're also taking a lot of our time outside of our actual jobs to bring this to you. Um, But also if you consider a small donation, 
$5 a month. Just go to EmpireStickConservativeNetwork.com forward slash donate. You get these wristbands. Don't let fear take your freedom. See? You get access to our mailbag. Every Friday, we ask you what questions, topics you want us to cover. You'll be able to do that. If we have a guest on, you'll be able to ask them questions directly as opposed to anybody else who would just pick this up at a later time. And if you're able to afford $50 one time for the entire year, not only do you get the bracelets or wristbands, bracelets, not only do you get the mailbag, but you get this. The Empire State Conservative Network hoodie. Look at that logo on the front. There's a name and number on the back. Um, yeah, you can kind of see it here yeah. if you're watching this. And you get a shirtless picture of Peter. Well, no, but you can find that easily on Facebook. Anyway, so so for that, guys, thanks so much for watching. I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're signing off. Have a great rest of the day. We'll come back at you together on Friday, and I'll come back at you with my solo show tomorrow. Have a good one. Hey, everybody, it's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you liked this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPilled76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.